Audio Morning Brief for the U.S. Grain Markets. It's 8.39 a.m. Eastern Time. It's August 18th, Friday. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point. Okay, soybeans violated the level three top. Give us a clue that it would prefer to move higher into a level three top, the next top, and that the bottom doesn't matter. Okay, that there's simply uh, the demand's a little bit better, supply's a little bit less, and the pendulum swings. The technical indicators stalled out at mid-range and then decided to uh, extend the upswing heading towards overbought. I have new critical point objectives for you, 1364, 1372, and 1379 based on November soybean futures. Five-day average is now also turning up as if we missed a level three bottom. The model saying, no, uh, it's just not going to work, and the bottom will occur on the way up, and it may very well create a more lengthy level three downtrend someday out there uh, into the month. But for the moment... Looks like the market would prefer to be up next week, uh, not down into a bottom next week. And uh, something has changed there on the news side, uh, weather side, uh, China, okay, things like this. But it doesn't look like we're looking for any kind of a major up move. I mean, some people might say that's a very nice up move. Well, I guess it is for a level three upswing. This could be evidence that, yes, we recently found a level two bottom in soybeans and therefore we may say if you, if you didn't know better you'd say it's now up into next month for soybeans and maybe we should know better maybe we have some fundamental development keep an eye on brazil maybe argentina on their weather especially new plantings okay uh obviously everybody will keep an eye on china demand but and I realize China could show good demand, even though their economy sucks right now. And we just got news late last night, the Evergrande uh, behemoth, the giant in real estate in China just filed for bankruptcy in the U.S. I don't know how that really relates to China, but it's more bad news here. The U.S. stock market's off some. Uh, everybody's concerned, where is the China economy going? I still don't think it'll be a contagion. I don't think it really means anything to the U.S. Uh, I think it's just additional negativity here. Um, keeping the, the, in other words, the U.S. market was down for other factors, and we just added another factor, okay? But uh, that could limit the upside here. But I can, I've seen times when, yes, the China economy wasn't doing that great, and yet they bought a lot of beans anyways, okay? So do keep in mind that, and do keep in mind in their soybean futures, number two has been quite strong and hung up there pretty good. And it may mean that they want to import some and, and temper their own prices. Uh, even in India, they're going to import Russian wheat to try to temper their own prices, cool things off a bit. And, and India did have some weather issues. They had thought they were actually going to be exporting wheat, and now maybe not, okay? So at any rate, you can see those scenarios coming, and I may be missing that, not dialing that in, and therefore not bullish enough. But what I think is going to happen is we get this run up next week on level three top, we pull it down, we'll get another one up, and basically all that's happening now into September is sideways move with still a chance for a little more down than up, and then eventually it is down at the end of September to early October or somewhere in October uh, as we wrap up any kind of harvest pressure or whatnot. 
But even though I was recently on a podcast, radio show, whatever, and, and jumped on board, uh, the host was saying, hey, there's already targets out there, uh, 450, 425 corn and lower beans and this and that. And I said, yes, those are on my table. Uh, but I don't know if I was clever enough to mention that I also see sideways. And we can see some stabilities in sideways. It could be low enough from now all the way into October. But ideally, it'll have to slip a little looking out by October, okay? Uh, and it should be headwinds. It should be difficult for keeping, it should be very difficult to keep this market up five, six, seven weeks now. Unless we got some surprise coming that the crap really isn't there, okay? And we may yet learn that. I've said that. But for the moment, I got to go with the people that can really move this market is they're pretty convinced the crap's there well enough. So I don't think there's a lot of upside here for the soybeans, but I've said they could be the leader over corn and wheat. I still believe that. Um, there's still better demand there, rock solid demand even. But is it big enough demand for this time of year? Normally the answer would be no, okay? Um, so these prices are still relatively high, even though we've had high inflation, but the high inflation doesn't drive commodity prices higher except on a short-term basis. It really just provides a higher floor price over a very long period of time. We have yet to really figure that floor price out. It's coming, but I think what we're going to learn is even with all this high inflation in the next few years, we'll see corn at $4. That's the new floor price instead of $3, okay? We'll see corn when it dips below $4.50, tighten up quickly all the way down to 4 where it'll just shut off, all right? That's the same scenario we used to have at $3.50 to 3 So inflation built in a dollar difference and maybe only even 50 cents, okay? But inflation's not a driver right now, okay? Um, we even have the anti-inflation crowd betting against these markets. So I just can't help it. I can't, I don't want to be overly bullish here, but I, and I think this is really just very short-term traders market. These larger trends may not matter that much, but on balance, there can be bullish now into September, but really overall from June, July, it ought to be bearish into October uh, for all three markets. All right, that's the November daily. Let's go to the, um, in fact, for those of you who want to say, well, where would you have a caution sign? Well, close but a little below the five-day average. More importantly, I would think yesterday's low, if you see the market below 13, 20 and a half, that would be a problem uh, for soybeans. And yes, we still have potential to return to 1282. We have potential to go much lower than that. But some of that could wait all the way out to October to early November, especially if Brazil gets off to a very good planting start. Okay. All right. Um, so for the moment, we got to put all the bearish stuff in the back burner. Go with this market. It's probably going to be higher next week. Now, we switch over to the December corn. This one I'm more comfortable with. Yes, it was time for a level three bottom. Yes, we got it. It's behaving more normal. Uh, corn, wheat more normal, beans not. Um, and we probably got a level three bottom at the low of this week. So if that's violated, we know we probably got a new level three downtrend. Timing-wise, the model is saying the market ought to uh, experience net buying, net demand for one, two, three, four uh, days. So into the end of next week to even uh, well into the following week. So this may have some time, and the more time there is, the more you have to visualize the chance 
of higher still. We have daily stochastic indicator, the 532 slow, putting in positive divergence uh, in a harmonious action. Uh, this is increasing odds of a quality bottom. It's also on the buy side. It had some not so valuable or even false uh, buy signals. And so it's increasing odds this one can stick and work, but it's not of super high odds. It is above the five-day average, and as, as that average turns up, it'll be a delayed piece of evidence, chart evidence, uh, technical evidence, uh, that the models write a level three bottom. And level three meaning fundamental and technical. Turning up, being a bit more optimistic, demand returning, supply backing off. I think they need to buy, at least on the commercial side, and I think the technical traders are willing to jump on any kind of an upturn here. Uh, upside objective might be 507 in the December, but unfortunately, like the soybeans, I don't have anything of quality upside. It's just saying up to that level, and that's about it. And that may be all there be, and I'll be right back down again. But we'll see, maybe something will develop along the way, how we can come up with extensions and add some additional upside potential for you in the December corn, okay? Now, December corn could have also placed a level two bottom this week. It can go higher into September. But my guess is it's going to be broken up. It's going to have some problems and complications trying to do that. But within it may develop a range all the way well into September. But the point is we need to find the upside of the range. So the point is at least one or two level three uptrends now all the way through September might be the only best moves within that level two up move that might be all the way up into the end of September. Um, and so it just won't be a good level two. I just can't get that bold up for a level two trader. I say you nibble at it, you set on it, you hope your best until we find the signal and see what happens. If I'm a commercial, I'm just not loading up on huge amounts of grain right now, okay? But I think it's worth nibbling, and I think even in the feed user uh, end of things, it's worth nibbling now, keep nibbling all the way through October, keep nibbling all the way in December, because I think seasonally probably the prices will be higher by summer than where they are now. But they can also be a little lower in the meantime, first, and then higher. And then as far as that little lower, they can be higher now, and then lower later, only to be higher still later, and then finally eventually be higher on the next summer. A lot of zigzags coming here, but I don't see a reason to be overly bullish unless something wakes up there in Brazil to warn us of a crop problem. That would be the next bullish information can do it. I don't think the export demand can do it, especially in corn, but also uh, beans might become more important. All right, at any rate, uh, daily indicator is looking quite bullish, starting a sp uh, widening spread, suggesting chance of lingering near-term upside momentum next one to three days, and the model's already saying it ought to rally into late next week. But it might be a struggle. It might be very exciting. I don't know. Not picking up enough information here to decide either way, but we're bullish to level three trend. There should be higher prices. There should be more demand than supply. Now let's move over to the December Chicago wheat. And I really like this price action today. Uh, they put it down trying to test yesterday's low, test the low of the week. And the interesting thing is they only put it down to our lowest downside objective, whereas yesterday dipped it below it. And let me make sure this chart's updating right here. Yes. 
so I'm very pleased how the price target levels have worked. I'm very pleased with this turn up here that it was in the time frame for a level three bottom. It was yesterday. It was the low of the week. You can use that as your stop if it goes below it. You might get trapped and it's only down for a couple of more days. It bottoms nearly next week and then up, but it might be worth getting out anyways and have front gets stuck with that trap because um, we don't know what else can go wrong here for more additional downside in coming weeks. But ideally, this market's going higher and probably similar to corn. It can stay up until late next week. It could top out a little sooner than corn. And uh, so it just looks like to me, we got a bullish scenario next week for all three grains. It's the soybeans. It's a little bit of a surprise. It's a weird one. They're not playing fairly here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so keep that in mind. Now, also with the weed, if it starts trading above, say, 634, maybe you want to use 635. That was the first downside target of this range. So when it pulls up out of a range, that is a bullish indication, not necessarily a signal, but a bullish indication on its own. That would be additional evidence. Now, it's already trying to push through the five-day moving average. <clears throat> That's another bullish indication, not necessarily a signal now. But I think a higher close above those levels may be a signal in its own right. Okay, now the daily stochastic just starting to turn up for a buy signal. It's had some false uh, buy signals once, almost twice. I think that's decent enough to give it a little higher probability this signal will stick. It will work. Now, I don't think that signal is there yet. We need to see how it closes and whether it keeps it up. You can run it yourself, set, set up a 532 uh, slow stochastic daily. And uh, if it sticks by the close, uh, additional evidence. And I said all along. All I need is an update, probably got a level three bottom. Well, we got it yesterday, but you could argue it wasn't up necessarily over the prior day's close or something like that. But it's working on it now. So I think it looks good for wheat. I'm feeling pretty comfortable for you level three traders. You got an up move coming here. There's higher prices coming, and it is worth trading. Just keep in mind, we got a conflict. <clears throat> When the level two trend can be bullish into September, but it also could be broken up, choppy, sloppy, not work that well, doesn't really offer a lot of upside. Even if it's bullish, it's counter of a level one trend that's bearish since June for corn, since July, August for wheat, and July for soybeans, that it's bearish probably into October. So these are corrections against a larger up move, a seasonal down move of which some would call long-term bear market because they look at bull bear markets as occurring each and every year during the year and seasonally. So I don't know how much to trust the upside. I'm just saying there is a trade and I think it's probably worth it. You level three traders normally are quick and nimble and can manage it on your own. I think you have an opportunity here in the grains and maybe we'll get a pleasant surprise that we piled on some additional fundamental information, news to get them excited. And so, or at least some additional short covering and profit taking by the bears that put the markets up better than we think. <coughs> but again, I would still be looking over my shoulder. They can still go, go lower uh, into October. I just don't see anything significantly bullish until I get that other that level one bottom out of out of the way here. All right, I don't see anything on the global news, the Russia-Ukraine front. Uh, I must say, with a level three uptrend up, 
You're vulnerable for Russia-Ukraine news as well that could be bullish and make it spike, but also keep in mind they like to fade it later. And keep in mind there probably is plenty of wheat uh, around the world here. Uh, keep an eye on weather, but to me, I'm paying very little attention to models. Just about throwing out weather watching. Maybe that's a mistake. Uh, and uh, we're pretty much uh, bored here at my office of talking about La Nino, El Nino, and the Gleisberg and all that stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll review that going into the end of the year. And, you know, the big, big move is probably not until next year. That's the developments there. Otherwise, we just got a trader's market within a seasonal uh, decline here. And with the realization, rationalization, that we probably don't have drastically lower crops. But something else to watch for is the Pro Farmer Crop Tour. That may give us some insight there, <clears throat> whether or not USDA is going to be working those yields lower in September, October, November, January. Past results are not a same. Decade future results. Have a good weekend. Thanks.